March Madness is right around the corner. Blues are tanking. Check in with uh, Ben Fred from St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Good morning, Ben Fred. Hey, good morning, McGraw. Yeah, March Madness is coming, although it's going to be March Sadness around here, I think, between SLU and, and Mizzou. But we will have Arch Madness downtown, so I'm excited about that. It's been a great year for the Valley, and maybe it can lift our uh, lift our spirits. The Illinois fans in the, in the region are happy, though. Yeah, all of the... Um... Uh, all of the Mo Valley games will be heard right here on the Big 550 KTRS. That's a great little partnership with the uh, Mo Valley that we're proud to be a part of. So that'll be fun. Um, let's talk a little baseball. Uh, the Dodgers going to win 160 games this year? Well, they've actually lost twice now, but I, I thought this was interesting. You know, that nothing has gone wrong for the Dodgers. Shohei Otani is um, is married. He announces his uh, his marriage. Um, your boy Yamamoto debuts and makes all of the opposing hitters look goofy. They are now leading all of baseball with their uh, spring training run differential. It's a plus 23. They're 5-2. and two. No one else is above 12. So it fits, McGraw. They're, they're going to beat everybody. The Cardinals will be, uh, will be headed to the Lions' den to start the regular season. And when you're batting uh, Otani, uh, Mookie Betts, and uh, Freddie Freeman, one, two, three, MVPs, one, two, three. I think it's only happened like, like single-digit times in games in baseball. The Dodgers are going to break that record in their first two weeks of the season. So they're a pretty heavy team. They're, they look the part so far this spring, and, and the Cardinals open their season up there in L.A. So it should be great fun. Yeah, the Cardinals, uh, uh, baseball has a weird way of working things out. So we'll see if the Dodgers – uh, all the hype is real. Uh, oftentimes the hype isn't real. But the the Cardinals, they've played, what, five or six games? They haven't hit a home run yet. We need to bring back Jeff Alpert. That's right. Yeah, or Albert Pujols, maybe. Um, yeah, the overreaction to spring training is one of the best things uh, the best things ever. Um, Kyle Gibson, poor Kyle Gibson, first-time Cardinal, Mizzou Hall of Famer, makes his uh, Cardinals spring training debut and gives up immediately two home runs. So, I'm sure people are losing their minds about that on the uh, on the uh, on the social media. But uh, yeah, they 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 have not had a ton of offense. Usually, that is can be pointed to the stadium, or there's all kinds of reasons. Or maybe they're just not going to hit. I think this offense is actually pretty decent, McGraw. I think that's probably down the list of concerns for this team. I thought they were pretty decent last year, and they should have some guys who are healthier. So some guys who who've grown a little bit more, like a Jordan Walker. And, and Nolan Gorman, if he can stay healthy with his back. So um, I wouldn't rank the offense high on my list of concerns. I think for me it's more about the rotation and some of the, the choices they've made that are holding and proving they can be better. But uh, anytime that uh, the home runs don't start flying, people get people get a little nervous. Yeah, five games into spring training, relax, calm down. Just sit down, <laughs> relax. They don't even have this year's what. they don't even have this year's pants on yet. They're they're still using last year's pants, so relax. No, they got the new see-through pants. Uh, wait for wait for the rain. Uh, cover the children's eyes. Um, I, here's what you should relax about, though, because we started talking about the Dodgers. I don't know if folks are really aware of this, McGraw, but at some point, uh, for folks who are interested, check out the way the Dodgers or the Cardinals start their regular season when the games actually do count. They go to L.A., they go to San Diego after that, they come home and play Skip's Mighty Miami Marlins, 
who were a playoff team last year. Then they host the Phillies. Then they go to Arizona, a team that, believe it or not, was in the World Series. Um, Then they get a breather, a rare breather against Oakland. And then it's Brewers, Diamondbacks again, and then the Mets. And that gets them through April. The start of their season, McGraw, is not to be taken lightly. And we're going to have a really good answer compared to a few spring training games for the first month of this season about what this team's made of. Yeah, we'll wait and uh, see uh, what happens there. Um, what about Jordan Montgomery and Bre- Blake Snell? Their, their, their price has got to be dropping here pretty fast. Well, that's what teams want to think, and it's not what Scott Boris wants teams to think. Um, we'll see who's right in the end. Um, Scott Boris does this with his clients often. He has them wait and wait, and it worked for Cody Bellinger. You know, he gets uh, maybe a shorter deal than he wants, but three very highly paid years to go back to Chicago and get multiple opt-outs in that deal. Um, I would argue that it's probably uh, probably worse for a pitcher to play this waiting game than a position player. Hitters, it seems like, can show up to spring training, take a couple practice at-bats, and they're more or less good to go. Pitchers, they're creatures of habit, creatures of routine. I have no doubt that Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery are, are making their, you know, their bullpen uh, appearances wherever they are training and trying to replicate spring training as much as possible. But it's not the same as facing major league hitters and live at bats on a field with fans. It just isn't. We saw this during work stoppages in the past. We've seen it during the pandemic. Guys who don't have their normal routines can get really thrown out of whack. And I think if you're a team that is looking to pay one of these guys a lot of money, you're starting to get a little more and more nervous about what you might get from them out of the first year of that contract. So, you know, people forget these guys, Scott Boris works for these guys. They're, they're not his, uh, his students. He, he, they can tell him what they want and that's his job as, as their agent to get it done. So I'm a little surprised we haven't heard Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery kind of, put the emphasis on their agent to get a deal done here because I would think they want to get in the camp and start to get this thing going here soon. Yeah, but this is like selling your house, and your house has been on the market for six months in a hot real estate market, and all of a sudden you start dropping the price. All of a sudden you start worrying about what's what's wrong with the house. How come no yeah, one else is buying? termites in that arm yeah, or right. something. Yeah, so, I mean, how much, how much longer can we wait to get a really good deal on one of these houses because it's been on the market for six months? So... I don't know. I'm with I, you. I think I think with all of this, I, honestly, I have a theory on this. I, so this was the the off season of Otani and Yamamoto, and neither one of them were Scott Boris clients. So you know what hurt Scott Boris, the super agent, that he didn't have the two biggest names in baseball's off season. And I think I wonder if it made him. I wonder if it clouded his vision, clouded his client's vision a little bit. I think they wanted to wait to get away from those signings to do their own thing, and now I think they might have waited too long because I think some teams are looking at what they've got in camp going, hey, look, these guys are here. They're healthy. Uh, We can always add pitching if we need to. If we've got enough to start the season, let's not uh, overpay for guys who who maybe aren't going to be in the right mindset or right, right shape this season. And Jordan Montgomery was good for six months. Right. I mean, well, he's been good. I, mean, I, I disagree with you on there. I, I'd actually rather have Jordan Montgomery than Blake Snell. Um, if Jordan Montgomery walked into the Cardinals camp tomorrow, I think it'd be a great idea. He pitched really well for the Cardinals after he got traded from the Yankees. He pitched really well for the Rangers as they went on to win the World Series. So I think he's shown he can pitch pretty well in three pretty 
pretty high demanding markets and shown that he can do it in the postseason. And I'm a little surprised, especially because he's not the name brand that Blake Snell is as a Cy Young award winner that he hasn't said, look, if it means taking a year less or a little bit less, let's get a deal done because to me, that's the guy that that really could 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 be at a disservice if he has to if he has to wait too long here. Hey, you know what? We I think I want to invite you into our weekly poker game because you're going to bring a lot of dumb money to the table. Um, the Yankees gave up on Jordan Montgomery for Harrison Bader, so clearly they didn't have a whole a lot of respect for Jordan uh, Montgomery then. I mean, he was okay. Did you watch him pitch for the Cardinals? That's the what past, I'm saying. He was, he, season and a half, he was pretty good. That's exactly what I'm saying. He, in, in in his walk year, he was really good. And I think there's a lot of people who are saying a 31-year-old pitcher who was average until his year he was a, a free agent would, comes with a lot of question marks. That's what I'm saying. I understand. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. But yeah. I think he's. I think he didn't. He wasn't in his walk year when he got traded from the Yankees. He right for Harrison Bader. After he got, right for Harrison Bader and Harrison Bader. The Yankees making a the Yankees making a dumb deal. It shouldn't be held against Jordan Montgomery. Or did they make a good deal? Or did they make a good deal? The Yankees regretted that deal because they signed. They traded him because they signed Frankie Montas and he got hurt. Well, yes. Yes, but at the time, but at the yeah, his, I mean, you you can always go back and you know hindsight's oh, okay. twenty twenty. But at the, right, the time, right. he wasn't that highly regarded. That's the point I'm making. Hey, when's your poker game? Yeah, I'll let you know, buddy. Bring your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> ben Fred, St. Louis Post Dispatch columnist, give uh, give old Dan Caesar a, a tip of the cap for me. Uh, that article he wrote today about Bob Costas is probably one of his best articles he's ever written in the twenty years I've I've been reading him. I'll let him know. You got it. Thanks, you. Ben Fred, have a good day. Have a good day. You got it. Ben Fred, St. Louis Post-Dispatch columnist with us every Monday and every uh, Friday and uh, contributor here at the Big 550 KTS. You hear him all the time. Good man.